Hello, friends, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Just wanted to remind you all that if there are any different topics or guests that you would like to see on this podcast, you've been wanting to maybe get to know them a bit better offline, you know, through the podcast, definitely, definitely shoot me a DM, reach out to me. You guys know I'm always here for you. Definitely reach out. Enjoy this podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have Miss Emily on the line. and super excited to chat in with her here today. Emily, why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself, your company, and then let people know how long you've been in business for. All right. Um, I'm Emily, and I am the person who runs um, – let me start over. I suddenly forgot how to talk. Sorry. <laughs> um, You're good. You're good. <laughs> um, all right. I'm Emily, and I run Fern and Fountain which is a wedding photography company. We also have a um, wedding videography branch that's like connected into our company for couples who want to have their photography and video run by the same company for a cohesive product and um, a team of professionals that knows how to work around each other since if you have a lot of cameras at your company or at your wedding, that's, that's just a lot of cameras at your wedding and they can be tripping over each other if they don't know how to work together. Um, I started my business officially three years ago and it it kind of transitioned from a hobby into a business at some nebulous time over the winter of 2018 um, all of a sudden I just realized wow my hobby that I kind of charge for is making more money than my actual job so I might just do this because I like this mm. and so at that point we got a logo and a website and just like put it all together and made it official. I left my job and um, I don't regret it. Yeah. How has business been, you know, the past three years for you guys? Well, like I said, <laughs> I officially kicked off my business in 2019, even though it was a, um, I was I was doing my business professionally, like on a hobby level, being paid for a while before then. Then I kicked it off, made it official, did the whole tax thing, LLC thing, made it official in 2019. And then right when everything was picking up really well, coronavirus happened, and I just had a really high learning curve. So last year was um, really challenging, I think, for my my clients, and also for me, just across the board, anyone in the wedding industry, it, it was a struggle. It was hard. Um, but it was also a record-breaking year, um, a really, really good year. No complaints. No, definitely. And for those that are listening, where are you based at? I'm based out of Philadelphia in um, Pennsylvania, but... Um, only about half of my weddings are actually in my state. A lot of them I have to fly to because they are quite far from me, and I like that. The um, half of them in my home state, so I can pop out to a local venue on a Saturday, and then half of them are across the country or in another country, and I get the opportunity to travel and experience a lot of different other cultures and multicultural couples. It's important to me, so I love that my business has become that. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, where have you been blessed to 
been able to go and travel to? Um, the most recent, um, I don't say out of the country because I because it's out of the country. It's Hawaii, which is still an American. Um, it's part of America, but um, that was that was in April when I was there and. It really is like a different country because it takes me 12 hours to get there and it ha- it's full of the beautiful people of the Pacific Islands and it is just night and day different from everything. So even though that's not technically a different country, that was my most recent um, far out travel experience and I'm just still glowing from how beautiful that country is and just the natives and the traditions and the history. I just, I learned so much about them and I loved it. Yeah, no, definitely. And here, it's not just you in the company. It's man and wife. I, he- I see here in your bio. So tell that me is a bit true. about <laughs> the second in your business and the, the, it sounds like, you know, more behind the scenes and, you know, rock, if you'll call it, uh, with the company. Yeah, I think that's accurate. I think he would back that and say he's kind of the rock. <laughs> um, that's my husband, Zach, and I've been doing photography for years and years and years for a very long time. Um, and he's newer to the camera industry. He, about three years ago when I started my business, and he wanted to jump in to dabble with photo but landed in video. And... Um, for a while, we worked incredibly closely together, like side by side, and working on every single project together and sharing opinions and different things. And it was just very, very unified. We did that for a while. Um, and that was great. But we came to the place where we wanted to diversify our responsibilities within our company a lot because at the end of the day, like if I've been working with him all day, I don't have a lot to say to him. And I want to have like conversations with him at the end of the day. And like, honestly, he just has really different strengths than me. I'm definitely more of the ideas person, marketing person, like shoot for the stars and make it happen person. And he's more of the person who comes along and supplements with the different steps and the procedures and the um, framework to keep our business like legal and organized and certain parts of it are automated. And he does all of the um, more disciplined things, with the exception of marketing. I do a lot of that, um, almost all of that. So we are just relying on each other's strengths and working as separately as we can because we like to keep it very fresh, even though we work with all the same clients. Sure. No, definitely. <laughs> and um, with people and their businesses, um, I mean, you always hear the phrase, you know, two is better than one or multiple is better than one. Um, What do you feel or how do you feel about that phrase, you know, two is better than one or how do you kind of take that and and how do you interpret it, I guess? Um, Yeah, I mean, I... I feel like there was a lot of time where I would be lonely running my own business because I was working alone. And I just, I, I'm not great at everything. I'm great at a couple things. And Zach is great at a couple things. 
and I have other people who work for us or with us and other sub subcontractors. We have other people in the mix beyond just us who are supportive roles in our company, and they're great at their few things. And that way, everybody can stick within their strengths and do something that they love and that they are good at and that they can be innovative with. And then my weakness of organizing files, somebody else can take care of that because that's their strength and they can handle my archives way better than I can. So I definitely agree that two is better than one or that five is better than one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, for people that might not, maybe have the funds to afford it yet. I actually was listening to a podcast this morning um, of kind of grassrooting it. And, you know, there is going to be a start in your business where you are going to have to do all the roles, but at least you would have known what it takes to do all those different things. So then you kind of know, like, oh, okay, well, I really like the way I did this or I like really this format, say, but then say if you find someone else to just completely take that over for you, and then that's just one last thing that you might have to do, and then you can really focus in on what you really, really like to do, you know, say if that's being on site, networking with people, you know, whatever it kind of looks like for you. But Right, right. Um, you know, it, there's people out there, you know, but it's just getting the right team together, building something amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it, it all pays off really in the end. And then ultimately, honestly, you're going to make more money because you're, you know, everybody kind of has their own little role and everyone's just yeah. kind of doing their own thing, you know. So, you, at the end of the day, you always hear the phrase also, you know, you got to spend money to make money. And it's, it's true. It's so true. It's so true. And just do it, you know. Just find the people yeah. that are going to take care of your company. Continue to take care of them. Treat them, you know, with the same respect and, you know, compassion and empathy that you would want, you know, say if you were working for someone and, you know, just just kind of roll and and just watch the watch the weddings come in, watch the events come in, watch the gigs come in, and it's um it gets really exciting, honestly. I feel like we could wrap right there. You're so right. Yes, right. All that is true. <laughs> yes. Well, here quickly. Um, so I actually do have to run off to another call in a second. But I mean, how can we help you though? Um, I, um, right now, one of the biggest projects I'm working on, um, with my intern is SEO. And so really just, um, I'm excited for you to make this live when you get to that, um, at some point in the near future, um, so that I can be sharing that so that you can be sharing that for mutual backlinks, um, because I'm, um, always diversifying and growing my business even though it's running and thriving and where it needs to be like you yeah. got to keep ahead of things you can't coast mm-hmm. yeah absolutely um and then one last nugget that you'd want to leave here with the listeners today um i would say 
um, when when you start when you have an idea that's really great and you, it turns into a business and it's your baby and you've developed it and it's special because it's a product of yourself. You always have to be watching to make sure that you're willing to delegate and let go of different things because you, you have to put distance between yourself and your company at a certain point because a company is just a company and if you get a bad review or you have a bad client experience, you need to have that distance between your identity as a person and your business's identity so that you can be strong and not lose sleep over it and continue to serve the rest of your customers really well. And that usually requires like letting go of some of the things that you've been running on your own and trusting other people's creativity to supplement and help you run your business and complete your vision. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, well, I, you know, super, super appreciate you, you know, being here on the podcast today, taking time out of your busy schedule. Um, definitely hope to meet you here in person soon, but, you know, definitely in the meantime, uh, take care, and I, I look forward to following along, you know, with your journey and all the fun things that you personally have to come. So thank you so much again. Oh. Yes, thank you. This was really fun. Perfect. Well, thanks, Emily. We'll talk to you later. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. If it did bring you any value at all, please share it on to your friends, your family, anyone who may need to hear it. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, uh, YouTube, all of the places, you guys. <laughs> Miranda Madison events off of all the networks. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful day.